Hi, folks. Women's Fitness World, Part 7. This is Gabriel. Right now, I have to make a decision. If I was going to either give you a blow-by-blow or just give you a summary of what I'm doing, and I figured I'd just give you a summary. You don't need to hear I was sweating or not or whatever. Let me go for a week into it. No, I'll change my mind again. Blow by blow. Close enough. We'll do half and half. How's that? So Todd and I both got on the phones and bartered and begged and borrowed and whatever we could do to get what we needed to get the club where we needed it to be as far as supplies go. We had a preliminary list, both of us, and... It was hard at first because it was a little different here. Every club is different, but the barter is the same. You just have to keep calling until you get what you need, like anything. No, no, no. Let me think about it. Oh, oh, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Until you hit one. It's like bobbing a lure into the lake and waiting for that big one to bite. Tracy took on one of her old contracts that she had brought with her, and she had already revamped it and gave it teeth to. So it was like that was kind of easy. All she had to do was change the heading on it for this club. So, same with the hostess introduction paper. Tracy had the hardest job of all because she now had to go through all those contracts by hand and find out current and past members. This is where I came in. We had ads in the paper on that first day. Thank goodness it was a daily paper. There was a lot of people out of work at that time, especially housewives. The response was overwhelming. It really was. Twenty women showed up that next day. Todd and I had been doing this long enough that, and Tracy, but Todd and I had a little more experience in it, and Tracy was catching up. And when Tracy goes for something, she catches up fast, trust me, to know what was coming next. Number one, folks, looks. I know you don't want to hear that, but sorry, 
They have to look presentable. They can't be picking their nose in the interview. They can have a few flaws. Actually, that's a good thing. So you're humanizing them. I mean, this isn't a model agency. This is a club. And we're going to be filling filling it with housewives while their husbands are at our at work. It's hard for me, folks. These drugs really get me funny. And they want to try and keep fit for their husbands. You know, women are the worst judge of women. I mean, they really are. Ask any woman. <laughs> She'll tell you. Guys, we don't care. You know. Anyways, number two. You don't want an intellectual. They're speaking down to the members. You want Susie Housewife that has been stuck at home for five years with screaming kids, making lunches, doing homework, and taking care of daddy when he gets home. You know. You know what I'm saying. Which, by the way, is hard enough on its own. But women have mastered it. And women love more on their plate. Why? Women are multitaskers. Men, we can't do that walk and chew gum at the same. Sorry, we can't. I'm telling it like it is. You need to read between the lines, folks. If she's older with kids and they can fend for themselves, well, when they get home from school, then we put her on mornings. If she's younger with kids. You ask, then ask, what time does your husband get home? And of course, she'll tell you. For you to ask that, she's smart enough to know and sees all those other women out there and she really wants the job. She really does. She wants to get out of the house and get away from the kids for a while. And she deserves it. He gets home about five. So you would be available at 5.30 p.m. Sure, that sounds great. Would you have to work? Without asking, no. Well, you'll work till 9, 5.30 to 9. Can you manage that? You can see within her inflection, her voice inflection or body language, if that's acceptable. You got to learn to read these folks. 
Oh, sure, that's perfect. You realize, though, that's only three and a half hours, sir? Did you hear that? She called me, sir. She's already hired and don't even know it. (laughs) Just because of the sir. You know, I know, I know, and now I'm going to pay you for four hours. Is that okay? A day. Is that okay with you? Oh, yes, sir. Thank you very much. Wait. Do I have the job? And I smiled at her and then said, Yes, Leslie, you have the job. You won't be sorry, sir. I promise you, I'll do my very best best to make you happy. I said, can you be here tomorrow evening? She says, yes, sir, I'll do it. Like I said, watch the body language. It's very important. She couldn't help but look a little worried with her eyebrows, and I picked up on it. For goodness sakes, she has kids. And obligations she has to move around. And I only, what, gave her 16 hours to do it in? No, I said, you need to get your husband's approval. And he needs to know what's going on here. She cocked her head and said, how did you know? I said, well, I'm married too, and I don't do anything without going through my wife first. She's my partner. Her eyes got wide. Really? You talk to her about everything? I certainly do. Matter of fact, that's her right over there interviewing that Red, blonde, I don't know what you call it, haired girl. Wow, Leslie says, this is so cool. I said, so I'll see you on Wednesday, Leslie. Thank you very much, and we'll see you then at what time? Five o'clock, Leslie said. You need to make sure your husband is comfortable with this before you leave that house. Her jaw dropped again. You both have to be on board with this, I said. For the next four days, or in case, in your case, three days, we're going to be training and training hard. So you're going to come home a little frazzled, just so you know. And and she laughed at me because I shook my head back and forth and made that noise. And I just want you to understand what you're in for. We'll be training you for four hours straight. 
And you're what we've been looking for. See you then, Leslie. With that, she left. Good. You can tell when someone's excited. Once someone's mad, you can tell. When someone's sad, you can also tell. Watch their body language. Tracy was uh, interviewing a lady named Kimber. Tracy and I had interviewed the exact same way. Everything, remember, everything has to be consistent. That's the only way this will work. So let's say Tracy had a coughing fit and couldn't stop. I could walk in and I could even ask the lady if Tracy or the applicant where she left off and then I could jump right from there. What were her last words? Oh, okay. And on with the interview. Simple. Everything you do and everyone must be consistent with what you do, club owner. With what you do. That's why I'm so animate about if you slouch, they'll slouch. You are the teacher. You are the professor, you are the coach. Whatever you want to call yourself in your head, it's up to you. So we're getting down to the bottom of the barrel of those 20 girls that were out there, and Todd was also picking out who he thought would be a good match in the phone room. I walked in on Tracy and Kimber's interview, and Tracy said to me, I think we found our new night manager in training. Great. Yes, ma'am, I said. I must make a phone call to stop the paper for any more ads in this department. I'll do that right now, ma'am. I think we have what we need, ma'am. Sounds great, sir. I also have found a good counselor slash trainer for Kimber. Kimber said, thank you very much, sir, for the opportunity. See how we didn't discuss anything in front of Kimber? Tracy had made the decision, had found what she thought was perfect for the position. I had enough trust in Tracy to acknowledge whatever she thinks. Less work for me, and I know Tracy was that good. Oh, by the way, this is why you never hire family. (laughs) Oh, God. Todd just couldn't call me, sir. 
and Tracy, ma'am. But that was okay. We weren't going to be doing this club very long. He actually, Todd actually asked me, what the hell is all this sir and ma'am stuff? I hope you don't think I'm going to call you sir. I said, all right, Todd. You will hear it from everyone else, though. And I'll have to ask you to please stay in the phone room. Well, if you ask Todd anything, of course, he's going to take offense. Todd's a fighter. And to that, and uncompromising, that's the word. So I'll do what I want when I want, Todd said. (laughs) And I said, okay, all right. Again, remember... I was at a crossroads. Todd's never been around me in the clubs. And you don't hire family. This is why they take it personal. Nothing in there is personal, but you can't tell Todd that. And I'm giving you a good example Do not let your sister and your mother and your cousin Bill, whoever, this has got to be you. You took it on, you finish it. Todd's running, think about this. Todd's going to be running that phone room, right? And he's very, very good at the phone room. Trust me. Or let's call it the call center. I can't even tell you how good he is. You wouldn't believe me. Oh, I've heard better. Okay, whatever. I haven't. And I've been around the whole country from Florida to New York or Jersey all the way to, well, where I'm at now, down to Southern and Arizona. And No, I've heard them all and nobody... In those years, was his equal, is the best way I can say, in the call center, a.k.a. phone room. So, what's my dilemma? Do I get tough and say, fine, you don't want to do it my way? Then there's the freaking highway. Don't let the door hit you on the way out, Todd. Or do I give in? Believe me. Please, believe me. First time I ever have given in for something like this. I have to remember that Todd is a mini-me. So... Instead of fighting, I decided to embrace it and see if he'll catch on to the program. But the problem is, <laughs> he says, I'm bored as me. He really is. I taught him, mini me. 
So I probably won't hear yes, sir, or yes, ma'am out of him. Okay, folks, that's why you don't hire family.